0: Six Pack Double Feature presents Pick Six,
1: where the guys round out a top five list with one extra. Horror, sci-fi, crappy sequels, all the titles you know and love, plus beard. Tell us your picks, guys. Sibilance. <laughs> check. Check one. Check two. Sibilance. Sibilance. Remember that on uh, SNL? Tom Hanks was the host. Believe I believe so. it was *Joke versus the Volcano era.
0: Oh, so like early 90s? Yeah, it would have right?
1: been 90. Is I
0: that think. when that was? Okay. yeah. Uh Boy, I retried watching that movie. Oh, I that watched it fucking horrible.
1: My mom took I, me to see that at the drive-in and oh, I don't know if my mom was having like some midlife depression cuz she was like this is terrible we're leaving and like <laughs> we didn't make it past the first office scene.
0: I tried rewatching that. Um, I watched it for the I, first time like, on, like 6 like, months Netflix ago on Netflix or Hulu or whatever and I was just like this is I can't I still can't do it. I'm like maybe this is just some underrated no this is not an underrated classic not in my opinion. It's not the burbs. No, it does not.
1: I'm on a I'm I follow a uh, Facebook page called The Burbs the best movie ever. Right. And there's your shout out. Um several folks on there have paired it with like the two best Tom Hanks movies or whatever. And maybe, you know, not in that regard, but like uh, was like, "No, The Burbs I, I, absolutely, but I cannot get behind Joe Versus the Volcano." No. It doesn't I, I I it might be one of those I didn't come to it at the right there's time. There's
0: a handful but. of Tom Hanks films that I don't necessarily care for and go, joe versus a volcano is has definitely if <laughs> i was gonna those.
1: if i was gonna pair the burbs with something that we didn't pair it with being dragnet i would pair it with the money pit yeah those are the two pit. those are two good like tom hanks wacky oh uh, yeah movies. tom hanks yelling <laughs>
0: Our favorite yeah, everything.
1: <laughs> how are you gang i hope you've had a good week or two of uh time in your life what did we do last time, Nathan? We did uh, the one that we did the
0: previous time. Thank, oh, thank you. That sounds um, good. I'll, I'll have, have that. You. It was, it was, it was uh, <laughs> villain speeches. Good, because I didn't have that folder pulled up yet, so today, it's been a little while. <laughs> uh,
1: today is Revenge Movies. Is it a dish best served cold? I've heard. The, was it that Shakespeare that said that? I thought it was an old
0: Klingon proverb.
1: <laughs> I know like two words in Klingon.
0: I'd I know zero words. Kapla. In...
1: <laughs> Kapla means like goodbye. Just, so I can speak I, if you want to get. Is that
0: when you're saying to your shit when it makes that sound as well? Oh, no, that's kaplop. <laughs> and that's German. <laughs> that's its response.
1: <laughs> so if you're keeping score, gang, I can speak a couple words of Klingon. Uh, i fluent in Galactic Basic. I speak English, uh, a touch of French. And some, some Spanglish, shitty conversational German. <laughs> I know just enough to get by. You didn't really get the joke in there, no, did you? No, sure I did When I said Galactic Basic, yeah, that's I, English. Yeah, For you and me, Russ.
0: D and D, it's called Common. <laughs> oh, so I speak Common as well. Yeah, neat. There's another one you can put on your resume. <laughs> languages you I would,
1: speak. Do you think that would fly D&D if D&D I did Common that?
0: Galactic Basic?
1: <laughs> Nerd alert. I'm gonna try it, assuming I ever look for another job. That sounds fucking <laughs> terrible. Uh full disclosure, gang. We recorded this episode a few weeks back, and something happened with my computer that was inexplicable. And we said, "Fuck it, let's, let's go bowling." Let's go. Hey, your man, computer
0: let's... said, "Fuck it, I'm taking a revenge on your revenge uh, pick six."
1: Uh, and yeah, we said, "Hey, man, let's go bowling." And um, We punt it and we re-recorded it today. So, Revenge Movies, The Revenge. Nathan, what is your number six? <laughs> Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> the boat cannot hold no more, and there are at least eight more boatloads down there. Do you not understand? You are wealthier than any man I have ever heard of. Whatever your problems were, they are over. What do you want to buy? Revenge. Okay, revenge, who? Lao, Bilfo, Bernal and Mercedes. Right, we kill these people, then we spend the treasure. No, we will study them. There are their no weaknesses. Why not just kill them? I'll do it. I'll run up to Paris. Bam, 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 bam. I'm back before weeks end. We spend the treasure. How is this a bad plan? Death is too good for them. They must suffer as I suffered. They must see their world, all they hold dear, ripped from them as it was ripped from me. We need a better name than Tatarav you are to accomplish that. Then I shall become a count. It took me a second. Uh, so I know it's Luis Guzman. Correct. Uh, Jim Caviezel. Jim Caviezel. That's Jesus. It. Yeah. If you take Jim Caviezel <clears throat> and you put it together, you get Javiezel almost, so... That'd be, be Jesus' rap name. Javiesel. <laughs> Javiesel. <laughs> uh, for Jeezles.
0: My jeezels This is the Count of Money Crisco. I mean I count said, Cristo. Count of Money Cristo.
1: I said Count of Money Carlo. <laughs> He's a Chevy man.
0: <laughs> count of Money Carlo.
1: He's a mullet. <laughs> yeah, nice. Cut-off t-shirt. Says Newport. Wouldn't say Newport. It'd be Marlboro. Yeah. <laughs> Red. Last, last year's yeah. Marlboro Miles shirt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's probably... It's one of my, well, that's why it's on my, it's number 6, but it's really one of my favorite revenge movies. Um it was pre-Pirates of the Caribbean. By and so only only by, just. by only yeah, a year. And so it kind of has that swashbuckler feel to it. I mean, it's Alexander Dumas, so Three Musketeers is very swashbuckler as well. Um it just it centers around Edmond Dantès played by Caviezel, who is betrayed by his best friend played by Guy Pierce not a surprise cuz Guy Pierce seems like he would betray anybody <laughs> he seems like the on, kind of guy that's yeah, an asshole. Yeah, he kind of <laughs> does. Uh I love <laughs> Guy Pierce in a lot of stuff but he plays a really good villain. But um, He played
1: uh, he was in the the time machine, right? Is that yes. Yeah, yeah, Guy yeah, Pierce. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, the HD Wells one that that's about 20 years old now. Too. I know. <laughs> uh he's imprisoned at the Chateau d'If. It's kind of like the Alcatraz of France, mm. uh, and while in prison there, he's befriended by another prisoner uh, who's been there for like thirteen years, and he digs. He's digging into the wrong tunnel. He ends up in Edmund's. Uh, <laughs> he ends up in Edmund's uh, cell, uh, and so in the process there, he he befriends him. Says, "Hey, if you help me dig in the right direction, um, you know, I'll help you with whatever you need." And so he learns how to swordplay and educates him and and he learns a lot of things and then he was imprisoned The uh, play by richard harris is the the really old prisoner mm. um he uh he was put in prison because he knows where this treasure is by you, um count richelieu no uh <laughs> i can't think of his name Bonaparte. Napoleon. Mm, uh, he was imprisoned by Napoleon Bonaparte because he would not share where this treasure was. I, it's N- just N- Napoleon
1: period. was a short dead dude, right? <laughs> Correct. Okay. <laughs> uh,
0: and so when he finally has the opportunity to escape, his friend has died. He basically does a, a body swap and they typically throw the corpses over. Like Freaky Friday? The, yeah. They throw the corpses over the cliffs to get rid of them. And so he escapes that way and then takes revenge on pretty much the townsfolk yeah everyone everyone who has betrayed him he goes he finds the treasure he initially is picked up by a pirate ship who um Louise Guzman is one of the Mm. one of the pirates there he's befriended by him and so they go and they find the treasure and now he's Wealthy beyond imagination, and so Actually, he becomes the Count of Monte Cristo. I've never seen it, so it's like, So he,
1: by the end of the movie, he beat, beats the bad guy, gets the girl, delivers the case, of, the four hundred cases of coors to Atlanta. Correct. Gets the money. That's
0: good. It's it's old fashioned kind swashbuckling of filmmaking fun. that works really well. Who it's, directed it? Um, Kevin, not Bacon.
1: Um, I was going to say Kersley. Reynolds uh, did. Oh. Waterworld. Yeah, Waterworld. Gotcha. Okay, so I could that, that could make sense. Had a big, flowing, epic scope
0: works really well. It's it's really fun to watch. <laughs> okay,
1: um,
0: and it's lighthearted. It's not.
1: That was my next question. I mean, is there it, is
0: some darkness to it, but it's not just dour all the way through. Right,
1: right. Good word, dour. By the way, thanks. Um, I looked it up. My uh, no, you didn't. You pulled that right out of your ass. I saw you. My number six revenge movie is the revenge movie to end all revenge movies. Jaws. The Revenge. This time, it's personal. I love Percy Rodriguez. Uh, I think this is a personal attack towards me. (laughs) I fucking hate that movie. It's bad, dude. I went back and rewatched it, I don't know, a year or so ago.
0: We've discussed this on and off, Mike, several times, and... It's got like a weird she's got like this weird psychic connection with the fucking shark, doesn't she? And they imply that more in the actual like I remember when adaptation this, of the
1: book when the, yeah, when this came out, I remember my mom, I guess my mom maybe had seen it and she was like that's the dumbest movie ever. And I was like, what do you mean? It's that's like the scariest thing ever. And she was like, trap. The shark follows them to the Bahamas. And I was like I was 8 or 9, so I didn't yeah, I didn't I guess dumb. understand that I wasn't smart. And, <laughs> he didn't she was understand like, that you were smart yeah <laughs> but yeah in the in the novelization and yes someone got paid to do a novelization of this piece of shit
0: here's a nice piece of shit <laughs> there's, there's,
1: there's a psychic there's a voodoo curse on
0: is it the brody family it's or something? either on
1: the family or somehow there's a voodoo curse and it, it catches the shark as well so the shark that kills who's the younger brody brother He's a sheriff at the beginning of the movie. He
0: dies horribly in the water. He acts and, horribly uh, as well. That too. Uh, the Muffin Man. The, he's the little kid that's singing the Muffin Man song. In yeah. The first, yeah. Michael. Is yeah, it Michael. Sure. Whatever. Michael. He's the yeah.
1: youngest. He's supposed to be the Sean youngest. Sean or Michael? Which Sean. One? Yeah. Sean
0: is the one that dies. Michael's the older one. Yeah. Yeah. I that's hope right. That's
1: right. Anyway, Jaws nerds. Um... <laughs> <laughs> It kills him at the beginning of the movie, and then the mom. Do you know it's she, like
0: Christmas too? Yeah, I think. she
1: came out of retirement. Ellen Gray came out of retirement to do this movie, yeah. and then promptly sunk back into retirement. Uh, it, then it, the, the shark. She decides to go on holiday to see Michael, her son, who's living in the Caribbean. He's like some ocean chasing, chasing conch shells with Mario biologist. Van. Yeah. He's chasing conch shells with Mario Van Peebles. That's right. Uh, the migration of the conch shell. <laughs> And his wife is like this metal artist, metal. Yeah. But the shark, technically, takes revenge on the family that killed, killed. Its, its grandma. I guess. Yeah, it's real dumb. Even by my, I thing. had no idea you know, the what, sharks had like held on to stuff like that. So well, it's, it's, it's that's that's the thing, Nathan. Great whites are so hard to study because they don't want to stay alive in captivity, but they do have a sixth sense almost for holding a grudge. This is, this movie is really it's almost a documentary. It uh, yeah more than entertainment it's infotainment I think if you will. I'm
0: sure you can find all the Jaws movies somewhere together and you can just watch the progression
1: it it takes
0: a real it died, south it, turn when it hits three
1: it takes a it takes a sharp
0: two is an adequate sequel I will give you that but... it has
1: a it has a fair amount of adequate acquitulence yes <laughs> it's a fair sequel three <sighs> is fun and the, three should have just been a Roger Corman movie. Yeah, Which it practically Jaws, is a Roger Corman. Movie. Jaws 3 was supposed to be a uh, National Lampoon's movie called Jaws 3 Human Zero. That's right. And then somehow it got shifted back into quote unquote.
0: Did they shift the zero over and turn it into a D? Is Jaws that... 30. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jaws of Revenge. That's my number six. What's your number five?
0: A Payback. Oh,
1: you fucker. It's my number five. Nineteen nine. Oh well, let's discuss. I fucking love payback. Uh, <laughs> it's quick, dude. It's bam, bam, bam. Not, yeah, not a lot. Both
0: of- actually, and I think we've we've talked about this before, and we may talk about it again at some point. It'll be it would make a really interesting double feature to watch because the director's cut is darker, not as funny, just as good, just in a different way. Okay, and, it sh- and it's like twelve minutes shorter. No shit. Yeah, they, I think they did some. Uh, did they reshoots. go back and touch up? Okay, they did some reshoots to w- why lighten. You, why, the, why do you think that was? Uh, they, the producers of the film, including Gibson, felt that it was too dark for a good release to actually make money. Ah, uh, and so I don't. They shifted, and I like the humor in. The I do dark too. Humor in this. I do. And, but, I do too. And so I like both versions, but it's.
1: I liked Payback way better than Lethal Weapon. I get that. I'm not a fan of the weapon. And he there, just wanted his seventy
0: thousand dollars. I
1: love it. And they, they keep trying to double it and give him like you, there's seven million dollars in that briefcase. Yeah. Take it and walk away, and we'll forget this ever happened. I just I, want my seventy I grand. Just want my seventy grand. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's the uh, uh, the running gag in the movie. Yeah, As, that's As great. They, uh,
0: yeah, they don't understand. Um, what's even funnier when when they go to, <laughs> when they go to get the money when they go to rob whoever and they're they're going to do some auto accident and he's putting on. Like these, the five like, point like, seat belt, yeah, yeah, that's like the five point seat that's belt. That's the opening and scene, then, right? Yeah, it's yeah. one of like, like one of first or second scene, yeah. and you see an Gibson's character put in these mouth guard. And his other buddy <laughs> oh, is yeah. like, he looks to his left, like, should we need these? And then he kind of does this, <laughs> covers up his mouth before they hit that out of the car. Yeah, that's funny. I think that may have been possibly my introduction to Lucy Liu as well, because she plays like a dominatrix that is uh, beating Yum. the shit out of one of uh, one of the guy, the guy who stole his seventy grand. And, and yeah.
1: good, in my opinion, brilliant casting with James Coburn. Yeah, I love you're I, just mean, man. That's just mean. Mean. <laughs> his voice is like, dude. It's so awesome. Sandpaper and gravel in a dump truck. And he's oh man, he's so good. He would have been a good. Uh, <laughs> Not to bring up Roger Corman again, but like if Roger Corman did Lord of the Rings, he would have right. been a good Gandalf
0: that would have been that would have been interesting i i i would watch that once one night only, yeah, one night only though. that's
1: a Friday night movie though, yeah, Roger Corman's Lord of the Rings I'll bet it would only be ninety minutes
0: and it'd be all three movies,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it would make fucking money, about seventy thousand dollars. <laughs>
0: So that's my number five. Payback, and that's your number five. My
1: number five, so your number four. In certain extreme situations, the law is inadequate. In order to shame its inadequacy, it is necessary to act outside the law to pursue natural justice. This is not vengeance. Revenge is not a valid motive. It's an emotional response. Punishment. You're a punisher, Frank. (laughs) (laughs) That joke's going to make so much more sense later when we do our uh, uh, dumbest lines slash movies where they actually say the title of the movie. Yeah, that's... I'm going to have so many jokes of where it's like, You're a Lord of the Ring, Gandalf. (laughs) They don't say that no. Uh, sure do. This is a real Matrix Revolution.
0: <laughs> Are these all ones you're gonna make up? I'm making and them then, up right yeah, now. That's nice.
1: <laughs> oh, sorry. That that's was right. that,
0: that was that is uh two thousand four is The Punisher. Uh it, before Marvel kinda started that whole their whole cinematic universe. That whole taking
1: over the fucking world thing? Yeah. Uh
0: this is you yeah, know, it's before that. It's before like the Netflix, you know, they did uh they did a handful of comics. That they converted to TV shows like Daredevil, um, they did. They eventually did The Punisher, amongst several others like Luke Cage and, and stuff like that. But uh, you you really had just these standalone, occasional Marvel movies, and Thomas Jane just he just hits all the right notes as being just slightly over the top and melodramatic, but in a good way. There's also a really good amount of
1: Humor in the film. I was going to ask you because the one that I saw growing up was the Dolph Lundgren. I might have been a Miramax Punisher, maybe Canon. I don't know. It was like straight shitty cinema. It was straight shitty cinema. Dark. That's going
0: to be the name of your production company. Straight <laughs> shitty cinema. <laughs>
1: uh, and wasn't played. The the one I grew up watching wasn't played for this one. A wide audience to yeah, be sure.
0: Well, the problem number one is that they cast.
1: Holf as He's a lead. A, I should go back and watch it. He's not bad.
0: Uh, no, I'd never seen. I'd had zero interest in it. But this one was made by John Hensley, who had written a lot of films, big bigger blockbusters in the 90s. And this was his directorial debut. And he really wanted to do as much as he could, like in-camera stunts, oh, in-camera awesome. action. And so a lot of it, I just watched it not... Too terribly long ago, and it still holds up really well. Really, and and the action is good. I know I brought it for you today. So at some point in the next six to eight months, when you decide that you want <laughs> to watch something that I recommend, you know, I think I think you would enjoy it though. You know,
1: it would be a fun uh, fun segment since we're kind of changing changing things up now. It <laughs> would be like checked out those movies I brought you yet? Trap borrowed that shit yet? <laughs> that would be fun. Like check. I got on- two Hellraisers in. Uh, Two Hellraisers To the Tom,
0: Tom Berenger uh, Western still sitting on my
1: two Hellraisers and a microphone.
0: Right, <laughs> I knew that's where you're coming. In <laughs> the <a> Tom Berenger, <laughs> what is it? Rap, Rhapsody? Wrestler's
1: Rhapsody? Wrestler's Rhapsody. I think you'll like it. You, you I'm, to, yeah,
0: I just haven't popped it in yet. I actually asked um, Lisa's mom Sharon when she she's here in town this month, and I said, "Have you seen that?" She's like, "Oh, I have. That's good." So she, you know. It's so good. now I'll watch it if she recommend. It. No, just, it's, it's all right.
1: <laughs> uh, you said Travolta's in. Yeah. <laughs> Was he a dog? Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa! That's Joey. No, Lawrence. I always get that wrong. Why do I do that? Uh, hey, Mr. Carter, I've been the Punisher. It's like so weird. It's like so weird. They killed his kids and his <laughs> wife. Man.
0: I hate that I go right to Joey Lawrence. Unfortunately, no, when I, I mean. Do. it's not. It's not fair to Joey Lawrence <laughs> or, Travolta. <laughs> or
1: Travolta. Uh
0: the film just follows Frank Castle. So whose it, family's been killed by a mob boss that is whose
1: is it Travolta's the mob boss? Yeah. What's his name? Um Howard Saint. Did they do the thing in this? Like what well, they do in Marvel movies, I noticed, and this. why I I don't super dig Marvel movies. There's always the there's the hero, and he's always a flawed hero, and I get that. That's fine. Well,
0: he's Frank Castle is very much a flawed but hero. But then
1: there is his basic antithesis, but evil. Like with okay, I always go back to the Incredible Hulk. Like Punisher was one of those side heroes in Marvel. Well, he did, yeah, he was. He was definitely the anti. Well, no, what I'm saying is he didn't. He's not going to fall into the canon. With no, the, with the and rest most
0: of the, of the most of the Marvel characters don't typically care for him because of his type of justice that he exacts. Yeah. <laughs> like murder.
1: But he doesn't have, you know how like the Incredible Hulk had um, Yablonski. Basically the evil Hulk. Right, okay. And Iron Man had War Machine and No, it's not. He doesn't have his like equal and opposite villain. Correct. And I don't okay. think War
0: Machine was a, a villain of Iron Man. Whatever
1: the fuck his name was. Fucking nerd.
0: <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm just saying.
1: Whatever the fucking whatever the fucking the dude's character was in. Jeff Iron Bridge. Man.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can't remember. There's a name here's the name for his character. But I'm, it, I'm Does not, it play
1: out a little more like a like a revenge yes, movie and not correct. so much a fucking over the top Marvel movie? Okay. It does because I'll it was
0: before it. Marvel got stupid really involved. Not stupid, but it's stupid just, I mean stupid they're, big. they stupid big and they were building a universe. Here it's just this guy Stanley. exists, yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. So Punisher is your number four. Batman eighty nine, another dark superhero going for revenge. It's very much a revenge. This this one,
0: this eighty nine Batman is very much a revenge movie.
1: I think that's why a lot of hardcore Batman fans don't like it. Yeah, or
0: they. They, they pat it on the mind. head like
1: it's a cute little cousin or whatever. It,
0: it kicked open the gate to be able to do all of the other things that are happening now. I agree, and so and that's, it's still a
1: fucking great movie, yeah, it holds up really well it, it, It's what I get so pissed off about comic book movie fans for because you can do the it's an adaptation, yeah, exactly. Just like Super- it can't always Superman be verbatim. Sucks. Superman 3 is just a fucking week in the life of Superman. Batman 89 is just someone else's interpretation of the character. He took...
0: Superman 3, he just runs in to Richard Pryor, Hangs who's out a computer genius.
1: Rebases some crap. Uh, <laughs> clones himself. Anyway. Uh, and then kills his clone. <laughs> yeah. Paging Dr. Freud. <laughs> You can say any bad thing you want about Batman 89 and I'm not going to fucking hear it because that was like fucking – I was oh. like watching rainbows being created for me when I was oh, a kid. Oh, I agree. Um, Burton took a couple elements of the 60s Batman.
0: Right. and Amplified it with the second one. Oh, and he took a couple
1: elements <laughs> of Frank Miller's 86.
0: Right, Dark Knight. Uh, yeah, d- um,
1: several elements of that. And he went, okay. Needs two more things. Uh, oh, Jack Nicholson. Okay, perfect. Boom. There we go. We'll make him kill his parents. And, yep. Have you ever done this with the devil in the field? Now we've got a story, Georgie. We've got drama. Needs something else. Prince. There it is. Got a movie. And we got a whole soundtrack. It just, it takes the, like it turns, the Batman 89 turns him into the vigilante crime fighter. Yeah. But it just adds the extra element of he's looking for... He's looking for revenge at large.
0: He's looking for revenge at large, and then finds the the specific person. <laughs> finds <laughs> yeah. the revenge, and then at, it dials right
1: down. Finds the revenge at medium, yeah. and, and fucking hones it in and does. Yeah. No, that's work. a
0: fun. That's a fun movie. At some point, that'll be like a summer. That'll be a fun summer. Uh, that would be
1: a good blockbuster. What would we pair that with? Well, we've we've
0: discussed at length on and off mic what we would pair that with, and we talked about we talked Dick. about Dick Tracy, but that wasn't I a blockbuster. It was a turd.
1: We're not doing Dick Tracy. We've discussed something else
0: and I can't think of what now. But oh, we could pair it with the, the first Superman. That we did, wouldn't we, be bad.
1: We did do uh, Batman Returns and Superman, or Batman Forever and Superman Three. We <laughs> should not, do the two best ones. Yeah. I, actually, for me, Superman Two is better than Superman One, because it shows.
0: There's no origin story first because yeah, that cause drags on for forty-five minutes. I know. I, I don't
1: fucking care <laughs> why does every okay Superman movie it, have to show his origin story we fucking know it's basically like he's the an Bible. alien we yeah. get it it's like it's like an American biblical story at this point we've been told it so many times we know Superman
0: we- an American biblical story <laughs> anyway written by
1: two Jews <laughs> gonna drop it there <laughs> Batman <laughs> Batman 89 <laughs> that's my number four
0: uh my number 3 I picked Munich from 2005. Uh Steven Spielberg film it is about uh after the tragedy that takes place at the 72 Munich Olympics um the Palestinian attack on um all of the Israeli athletes it follows the the protagonist of uh, Avner Kaufman who's a Mossad agent basically the CIA version of of Israel. Uh, and he's brought in to run Operation Wrath of God. That's what they called it, uh, to locate and assassinate the 11 Palestinians that were allegedly involved with uh, the Munich massacre. Mm-hmm. It has Eric Bana in it, Daniel Craig, and, and um, Jeffrey Rush is like, uh, I don't know if he's his boss, but he's the one that kind of, sets out the mission for them it's really good it's it's dark it's um it has some incredibly intense violence uh, like well some violence but it's more like just some really tense scenes where they're plotting to take someone out and you don't know when it's going to happen Mm. or there's a bomb in a room and it throws everybody off when it goes off early or something to that degree so there's there's Really good tension involved with the with how the story is told. Spielberg's got an amazing editor through Michael Kahn. When when when
1: directors win awards, that's why I don't dig award shows because when directors win awards,
0: it's everybody that's involved. If
1: nothing else, right? Okay, if if you don't have a good director of photography, it's gonna look like shit. Right. If you don't have a good editor, it's gonna. Who fucking cares? (laughs) Like, it's the most long-winded shit ever, you know? Right. It, I mean, I'm not saying – Spielberg clearly, you know, he, he's he got a pretty good handle for how to make a movie. but I think, I think
0: he knows what he's doing right about now. He's,
1: But – sorry. <laughs> I like editing a I lot. Think, yeah. And editors don't – I mean, I know editors get their credit, but yeah. they, I don't think, get some of the credit that they are due. More than
0: – more credit sometimes? <laughs> they yeah. should, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh I think it's probably one of his better films released after nine eleven. I think it's relatively underrated. It had a lot of it, Spielberg's career has taken a, a more
1: a, of a grandfatherly it's, sort a of a
0: darker tone or a more adult tone. He definitely yeah. doesn't make a lot of
1: fun movies anymore.
0: Yeah, fun popcorn kind of films. I, I do yeah. notice that. That changed the landscape for a lot of filmmakers after nine eleven unfortunately, and Spielberg was one of them, so yeah. but yeah my number my number three is Munich from two thousand and five.
1: My number three is uh what happens to, I'm changing my list around, so I'm trying to figure out which way to go here you talked about you talked okay. about one of your favorite directors, and you talked about tension and like things happening on screen. And I know we bust your balls a lot about Brian De Palma. Okay, hold
0: on. I gotta
1: think. The one, there's one scene specifically. <laughs> is it the end? Yeah. Oh, don't, it's got. To, is it Carrie? Don't fuck with the weird kid, man. She has the force. <laughs> She's like a dark little, like a little okay, yeah, girl Jedi.
0: You, are, it's either it's either the delayed. It's like the blood. Long, scene. Uh, number one, it's the build up yep. to that yep. and then all of like the cut frame not cut frames, but the, the split uh, screen. The split screen, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, oh.
1: <laughs> and th- th- her fucking face when that yeah, man. <laughs> you can almost <laughs> see the fucking lightning bolts coming out of her eyes. eyes yeah. Shutting the doors and shit, and she was like, I'm going to kill every last motherfucking one, one of, you. of you motherfuckers. Starting uh, with you, you. Travolta. Even Actually, when she... the
0: teacher like laughs at her or whatever, it's like, you're, you're going to you. get cut in half with a table flying <laughs> oh, down. Oh, that does happen. That's I think right. so, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What's funny is is when you watch that film, you don't necessarily think about it being a revenge movie until you get to the last 20 minutes. You're like, oh, no, this is totally a revenge movie. That's it's just build up Slow too. burn. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: uh, It was Stephen King's first book to movie adaptation. It wasn't his first book. It was his first- Adaptation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and. One of the few that was a, a main book of his that did well, I would I would argue, as a movie. Most of his books don't...
0: Translate? Well to yeah. movies, yeah.
1: His short stories
0: do. Yeah. Quite well. Um, Is it because he just doesn't know how to write an ending sometimes? Pretty much. <laughs> he just stops the I mean, story. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it works great. But anyway. <laughs> uh, I don't mean to derail you, sorry. No, that's okay.
1: <laughs> no, it's it's like... I argue you probably couldn't get Carrie Made today. With the way school violence has expanded like a thousand percent. You could You thought bullying was bad before,
0: now imagine that everybody's on social media.
1: You could get Carrie made today, but it wouldn't be this version. It would be it would be vastly different and people would be clamoring over themselves to help her, you know. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a kid anymore. But Carrie is my number three. What's your number two?
0: Billow said you were of the best ladies he ever saw with an edge weapon.
1: Fuck you, bitch. I know he
0: didn't qualify that shit. So you can just kiss my motherfucking ass, Black Mamba. <laughs> Black Mamba. <laughs> I should have been motherfucking Black Mamba. Weapon of choice, hey, if you want to stick with your butcher knife, that's fine with me. Very funny, bitch. Very funny, <laughs> not my intention to do this in front of you for that i'm sorry but you can take my
1: word for it your mother had it coming i stayed away from the bride really mm-hmm. i was expecting this to be on your list but she that's a great revenge It's the whole fucking four hours
0: yeah Tarantino's fourth film was all is just about as satisfying as it gets when it comes to watching a revenge movie and the
1: in my opinion dude that was his last great movie yeah I love
0: i I think the more I watch that one together I think it's probably his best like cut together the editing mm-hmm. in that film is so good well it's a Kung the Fu action movie. is so yeah the action is so just spot on it What's fun with that film is like it starts with that scene. It's like, Kill Bill Volume
1: Two, of course.
0: Well, it's Kill Bill Volume One and Two. This is from One. This is oh, the okay. this is almost the opening scene that the movie opens with. Outside of you know that she's lying there, about to be shot in the head by Bill, right? And then it opens with this scene when she's at the door. <laughs> After you know, She pulls up in the pussy wagon, <laughs> goes into the house, and there's that fight scene.
1: If this came out in the 80s, there would have been a whole action figure set, and it would have been like, Beatrix Kiddo, with the pussy wagon. <laughs> <laughs> or pussy wagon sold separately. <laughs> pussy wagon New sold- New from Mamba. Kidder, it's Beatrix Kiddo in the pussy wagon, fighting the Black Mamba. Not really the Black Mamba, I just couldn't think of her name. <laughs> I the, can't either. The Demolition, yeah. Vivica A. Fox.
0: Yeah, I can't think of her code name or whatever. You have such a really good protagonist in The Bride, uh, but you also have these dastardly, delicious villains that are peppered throughout both volumes. Um, the Bride story folds unfolds really well, almost like a novel, kind of. Sure. Like, it bounces back and forth, which was very much Tarantino's style, especially back then to be nonlinear. Yeah. Um the downside is the fact that he had to have the movie broken in half because uh, Miramax didn't want to release a four-hour and 11-minute movie.
1: Um, I think it, honestly, I think in that regard, the censorship of it, just by cleaving it, I think works.
0: I think it works as well. I think it, it works well as two parts. Yeah. But – and I think that you have to take into account not just the studio or the theaters. Like we're going to be able to show this twice – Instead of four or five times, right? So we're going to get half the amount of money in 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 ticket sales and everything else. Imagine if, like Tarantino's fourth movie, as this is when they've really started to push the "this is my fourth film" or whatever. Yeah. Um, imagine if you found out that his movie was going to be four hours long. Would you have been like, um, "Do I want to?" Wait
1: I for re- that? I would have regarded it the way I regard anything he releases now, where it's like, it's going to be so long and like, I'll give it one viewing, but I don't know when. Right. Kind of the last thing I enjoyed that he did was probably the hateful eight. Yeah. And that's three plus. I I like watching it in uh, the Netflix form. Yeah. The four episodes. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. That's That's a good way to break it apart. And I don't need it to be broken apart because but it, it helps. It's an interesting story, but like once upon a time in Hollywood, just like, Fell flat for me, dude. Kind of feel bad saying it, but then it's like, no, I don't feel bad well, saying it. He's the he's under no obligation to entertain me. He made yeah. what he wanted to make. I and, still enjoy his films, but they look great. It doesn't, the tension is still good, like that fucking scene of Rick walking down. Basically, but he's
0: got his alternate history. That's what, and it, that's That's, what, the that's where it's part. starting.
1: To, the, what, the 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 Inglorious Bastards is where it started to like rope out for me. Where it's like,
0: why? I think I think what I find most fun. About watching this film is that it kind of feels like some movie adaptation of Mia Wallace's failed pilot. Absolutely, and I think that's what's most fun about it. Yeah, because your
1: specialty was sex, (laughs) but it's you're seeing. And I wish they would have made it. Well, I guess she does kind of quip a little bit. Kind of. Yeah, she doesn't do the stick around. She doesn't do any of that shit. But (laughs) ketchup. It's no, that's exactly what it was. It was, it was a Fox force five movie, Movie, but real sequel
0: kind of like there was like the show aired for five seasons. It didn't, it ended on a cliffhanger that they couldn't continue. Sure, And then like, (laughs) and then like six years later they released it. What is it? What do we
1: say? Tarantino's movies are, they're one of two categories. They're either a movie in his universe or they're a movie that someone in his universe would watch. Or do we say that about Batman?
0: Something like that. I think we said that yeah. about Batman.
1: But no, I think Tarantino. said No, Tarantino
0: too. did say that as well. Like, you could watch.
1: Well, no, uh, Vincent and Jules would go see, see Kill Bill. Kill Bill, right? Okay, that would exist in their universe as a movie. We've almost done half the episode about Quentin Tarantino, uh, <laughs> and she's Uma Thurman is like the greatest leading character. Yeah, like she's she has such a like a strength about her and like a confidence that is just off the charts and she looked badass fighting in that yellow jumpsuit. And the fuck you on the soles. Yeah. That's fucking killer, <laughs> dude. I love Kill Bill. My number two. I spit on your grave. <laughs> this woman will soon cut, chop, break, and burn five men beyond recognition. And there isn't a jury in this country that will convict her. I spit on your grave. You no, know, I've never The Day of the Woman, depending on what Are we, who released they, it. They've
0: remade that. You're talking about the original. I'm, I'm talking assuming. about the original that it's is like seventies. Yeah, it's
1: right. almost it's almost hard to watch. It and or Last House on the Left.
0: That's the like one of Wes Craven's like first movies. yeah, it's that Wes Craven's one's fucking first. hard to watch too. They
1: one or the other of them held the dubious title of longest rape scene <laughs> on film. And it's not the Guinness Book of World Records: Longest Rape Scene goes to <laughs> I spit on your grave,
0: Wes Craven. The, or if yeah, you okay. guys
1: remember the cover, it showed like the lady on the cover, like just the then her like just part of her butt cheek was hanging out. Yeah, I she's thought it got was got a this, bit of a wedgie,
0: and yeah, it was
1: like the sexiest movie title card ever. And I had no idea what it was about, and I was like, I would see it in the video I store. Like, I want to watch that. I want to watch that. I want to watch that. And then I read about it, and I was like, I don't, I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch it. And then eventually, I was like, All right, I'm going to watch it. And it's like, Okay. 70s tone, 70s tone, 70s tone. Jesus Christ, a 20-minute rape scene. Okay. Is it over yet? Fuck, it's over. Okay. No,
0: there's five more minutes.
1: And then she basically goes horror version of the Black Mamba and fucking faux seduces these uh, pieces of shit. Rednecks exist everywhere, right? But they're like upper New York, New Jersey, northeast rednecks. And yeah, basically... They figure out she's not dead, and they're like, "Oh shit!" She's like, "No, it's cool." And then she kills them in the most vicious fucking ways possible, uh, culminating with the last guy, who she tricks to getting in the bathtub with her, okay. and then she cuts his cock and balls off. <laughs> it's fucking, it's not really graphic, which is that—that's a. You don't need a, to be graphic. You all you have to do is imply it. It's a sad bit of irony that the rape scene is so long and graphic, but like her—I mean, the, the it's pretty unsettling that the 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 kill scenes, but like. Sounds like this movie should have been called The Punisher. <laughs> the motherfucker, yeah, <laughs> he should have had to hang Dong to get his fucking dick cut off in the shower. But like to uh, me, that's that or Last House on the Left or Straw Dogs, the original of those three. That's a hard one. That's a mm. any of those count as revenge movies. But yeah. After I that's I rough. saw I spit on your grave and I was like I'm not watching Straw Dogs and I'm not watching Last House on the Left because it's going to be variations on a theme, and I get it. Um, straw Dogs is probably the easiest
0: of out of all of them. Who I did would straw? Was that? And Peck and Paul. Pa. That okay. was Peck and Paul. Okay. Okay. That was Dustin Hoffman. Um, oh, okay. Yeah.
1: the The film stock it shot on and the style it shot in, it looks almost documentary like. feels and
0: It looks like a movie that should be airing at about one thirty a.m. on.
1: It feels like a like movie a, that you would get on a list if you rented it. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: quasi. Like, typically in a horror movie, the kills are funny. That's kind of like in Seven when you check out these certain, there are certain books when you check
1: it out, they keep a record of (laughs) Typically for me in a horror movie, the kills are funny. In this, it's just like, yes, he had it coming. Go on, girl. Get, fuck, kill his ass. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) motherfucker. The lady ordered revenge. And revenge she will have. (laughs) I spit on your grave or the day of the woman. One and done one and done I have no desire to ever watch it again (laughs) but fuck that was the first one that popped into my head when we talked about this uh, this list so that's my number two what's your number one what was she too crazy then? she showed him it was alright to live again and the kidnappers took it that away huh and they're gonna wish they never touched the hair on her head a man can be an artist And anything, food, whatever. It depends on how good he is at it. Creasy's art is death. He's about to paint his masterpiece.
0: I'm not familiar with that one. Man on Fire.
1: Oh yes, I'm familiar with Denzel that one.
0: Washington. Love that directed movie. by Tony Scott. It's I mean, been a little while—fifteen
1: years at least. It's a
0: heavy movie. I I hadn't watched it in a while. I probably watched it less than a month ago. I love kinda, Tony Scott. Kind of getting in the mood for this specific pick six. I wanted to go. Okay, do these revenge movies really hold up or not? I would kind of want to rewatch most of the ones that I initially wrote down on my list. But, yeah. yeah,
1: he. That's Dakota Fanning. Yeah, she's so adorable. Yeah, she was a cute and kid.
0: She was a cute cute kid, but w- when I think of revenge movies, this is typically my number one. Really? Uh, and the reason why, it's just, man, when you are pissed off at the world, this is how you want to handle it, you know? And it's not a good thing. Was she... He was a bodyguard. Yeah, but... no, I know that. Was oh, she like okay.
1: a politician's daughter or... She
0: was a... Um...
1: Diplomat or something.
0: No, he was a he was head of his uh, father's automotive company... Um, manufacturing in mexico okay and so creasy is hired because he's pretty much a gun for hire he's an alcoholic yeah because he's done some horrible shit in his previous life and he's on the verge of well he's on the verge he's suicidal when the movie first starts because he's done some horrible shit Right, right doesn't really like what he's done for for a living for so long and so she kind of makes him realize that life's worth living. It brings again. him out of his shell a bit. Correct. Yeah. Apparently, the, it's based off of a book, and the movie was made once previously uh, in the mid to late 80s. It was based off of a novel. It In the movie and the novel, it takes place in somewhere in Italy where kidnappings hmm. okay. are very relevant. Right, right. Even when this takes place in the early 2000s, and it's supposed to be Mexico City, even by the time this comes out, it was – not as common as it was previously she's abducted he survives he thinks she's dead and so he just lays waste goes
1: off the fucking rails correct
0: and just how he manipulates and gets in here and there uses a reporter in the area who helps him with getting contacts and just there's just all of these all these scenes that just culminate until he finally finds out that She's alive. Oh shit, she is alive. I remember uh, yeah. the
1: editing and the the pace of this movie being like fucking on tits. Like,
0: yeah. There I I've I, Work I, to do. I had it had been a while since I had watched it and when I popped it in a few a few weeks ago, I forgot how they uh they used a couple of like nine inch nails tracks yep. throughout this is what, and it works really well. Yeah, it for moves, the, yeah. it moves you it, fucking quick right. through yeah. the shit. Yeah.
1: yeah. This was on, this was one of those that caught me back in the day when I would, um, when I would work out at the gym and they had, uh, the treadmills were in a movie theater. Uh-huh. And it was one of those where like, I caught it at the beginning and I was like, oh, Okay. Uh, okay. All right, it looks like I'm going to slow down and just do an hour and a half in here today instead of 45 minutes. <laughs> I so got to see how this plays I out. I literally walked and watched the whole goddamn movie. <laughs> but uh and it's got the Tony Scott orange filter that he loves to do. Uh I
0: man, everybody's smoking on set because it your, has that smoky Send look me and your everything. fucking
1: hate mail if you want. I like Tony Scott style better than Ridley Scott. Yeah. I like a lot of Ridley's movies better yes but his style Style. yeah
0: scott had a style he did he really did um or Ridley, (laughs) tony scott had a style ridley scott not as much and if he does it's it's definitely not as easily identifiable yeah
1: yeah. and i think that's again that's the pairing of a, a director and his editor yeah
0: um he did like five movies with tony
1: scott who did Denzel it. Washington. Yeah, and I was going to ask you were they supposed to be sequels? No. Okay.
0: No. Um I think the first one was Crimson Tide with Gene Hackman. That one's good because that's just a, a really good thriller on. But yeah, that's my number 1. If I'm when I'm thinking of revenge movies, that's almost always Numero Uno.
1: My number 1
0: So, the criteria for your movies is that at least two need to have revenge in the title in order to be to. a revenge movie.
1: They don't <laughs> yeah. have to, but it eliminates guesswork.
0: <laughs> Boy, I've narrowed it down. I only have to pick four now because <laughs> these two actually have revenge in the title. <laughs> oh, my God. If they the say the revenge, revenge of the nerds, 1984, four, four. they say the
1: best revenge is living well. I thought it was a dish served cold. Well, there's a couple things you can say about revenge. It's oh. a dish best served cold, or the best revenge is living well. I guess so. That would be a frozen dinner, be and me, Ross. <laughs> uh, because the nerds do live well eventually, later on. Well, there's only like, they Sexually all rape. they all don't rape Betty. It's just <laughs> Gilbert. No, It's just Lewis. one of the Caradines, right? <laughs> yeah, Lewis uh, Skolnick is the one who basically. No, he literally. He he sneak rapes. <laughs> he, he doesn't. The jock's girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, but he's so good at it, she doesn't mind. And then falls in love with him sneak because of his, rape. his massive dick Of all
0: the power. rapes, uh, the sneak rape is... The sneakiest. Um,
1: is the- <laughs> we're not making light of rape, gang, by any means, I promise you. It's just, that was played... It, w- 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 <laughs> d- 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 him tricking her into fucking him in that moon bounce was like played as like, Yeah, get her back for being mean to you! In your small like, penis. Violator. Violator. And it's yeah. does not hold up well that part, but Yeah, we had talked about that before. <laughs> yeah. A couple of times. <laughs> also the uh, placing of cameras and showers and dressing rooms. I mean, I didn't say it was like I know ideal revenge. I just said <laughs> It was a revenge movie. It's it in the goddamn a title for Christ's sake. Um did you know this movie was funded entirely by prophets from Return of the Jedi? Yes. That's why it's I think
0: called, you shared that with me a while ago. That's why they
1: call it Revenge of the Nerds because it was originally to be called Revenge of the Jedi. Jedi. But Jedi's don't seek revenge, so yeah, well they should have because that's why they keep getting fucked up. Jedi's are always on their heels, man. Like they're always trying to like they're always, Jedi are always playing catch up. Uh, there were two other Revenge of the Nerds movies: Revenge of the Nerds Two, Nerds in Paradise, heavily watered down. Was Revenge of the Nerds uh, the first one? Was R.
0: Did they PG? Yeah, they PG'd the PG the fuck or PG 13'd up the PG'd other one. PG the
1: fuck, probably PG thirteen. But there's no there's no nudity or anything in it.
0: It's amazing how like there's always it starts out a much more kind of raunchy and raunchy, risque and, yeah. and 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 kind of foul depending on the movie. And once they want to make a sequel, they gotta they castrate pull it. that back. Like Police Academy, it started R, and then the rest were not, I yeah. believe.
1: And then uh, Revenge of the Nerds three, I think it's called Nerds in Love. It was a made-for-TV movie oh. in the early 90s on Fox, and it was not good. Um, who Who is the guy that uh, – did you see that guy's balls? <laughs> they were weird looking. He Bradley put, Whitford? Yeah, Bradley Whitford. He is the original uh, – Nope, he's in the second one. Uh, Ted McGinley is the first jock bully in Revenge of the Nerds. Bradley Whitford is in the second one. Isn't the guy that's a part of
0: like the Lambda 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 uh, like, isn't it like Bernie? Is it Bernie Casey? He's the high school teacher in Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Oh, you're
1: talking about like the seven foot tall black dude? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, his name's yeah. Bernie Casey. <laughs> they come yeah. in and they're playing. I forget what they're playing at the end, but they're about. But to he's get getting
0: this- their endorsement so they can be Lambda 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 because they chose that and then they realized it was like a. Black fraternity, correct? No, it was
1: the only only fraternity that would take them. That's what it was. Okay, it's been a long time since I've watched. Same. But I love Revenge of the Nerds. For all its flaws. All its... Dumb-assery. Felonies.
0: (laughs) For all of its... Yeah, for all of its felonies.
1: Best Revenge Movies, gang. I hope they... uh,
0: Would you revisit this one at some point? There are a couple that I would that I would put in a like either underrated or not as known. If we ever revisit this, that would be kind of fun yeah, to talk maybe, about. Maybe it would be, be a couple of, years. Probably it'd be hard to do for you because revenge isn't in the title, and you already then you have to think of all. Well, six. I
1: mean, you just said you said underrated or uh, you didn't say obscure, but like, no. I don't know. I'm not <laughs> I'm not making a podcast for people that have seen. There are three people that have seen a. So,
0: so is, um so Friday the Thirteenth would be a revenge movie, the first one would it not? Technically, I, yeah. So isn't Nightmare on Elm Street a revenge movie? Freddy getting back at the kids that? Well, you could go Freddy's revenge.
1: Parents. Freddy's revenge is like a double down on revenge movies. Because, so
0: I mean, the chasm has is wide. <laughs> it could be.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I I, I could I would we'll entertain the idea. I would I would entertain the idea, but. What are we doing next? I don't know.
0: I don't know what's coming next because I we haven't even completely laid out how the episodes are going to drop. So the next pick six that is to follow.
1: I say Saturday Night Movies. Will be Saturday Night Movies. I'm voting for Saturday Night Movies. Now, what I mean, Nathan, by Saturday Night Movies, it's like a destination movie. We did Friday Night Movies earlier where it's like it's been a long week. Let's watch something fun. Don't have to think too hard because we're tired. It's been a long week. But something we want to look forward to, maybe like Predator Something like that right. could be a, a Friday night movie. Like when I say Saturday night movie, I mean something like where you are like, I have been wanting to watch this fucking movie since it came out on video. Okay. So like usually
0: you, you said destination. Yeah.
1: Like mine will be different. Like Jurassic Park for bad example. Is a Saturday movie. Yeah.
0: Night yeah. Day. Okay. Mine will be more or less deemed as date night movies with the misses for me. Okay. And it'll typically be either it'll be like. Thriller suspense. Mm.
1: So there you go. In the meantime, gang, uh, compile your list, compare and contrast with ours. Hit us up on socials. Let us know what you think. Like, follow. Rate and review if you have the opportunity to. If not, that's okay. Have you have We still you, love you. We still love you. Have you made your choice on a sticker? Stickers are a dollar ship. No, they're two dollars shipped because I gotta pay for postage. Or you get a sticker for free if you buy a T shirt. That um, seems like the best deal. That's Really, It's, it's a way re- yeah. to re- get into big savings, Nathan. It's the combo deal. It's the combo deal. <laughs> oh, okay, gang. We're going to get out of here. We will see you next time. Can you supersize the combo deal? <laughs> could you could just get a 3XL shirt? Oh, yeah. Belt it if you're smaller.
0: Right. Cut it in half. Where it is like a vest.
1: Oh, you meant vertically <laughs> in half.
0: I, your choice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll see you next time, gang. Stay off the moors. Pick Six is a Clopac Media production. Like and follow them at Six Pack Double Feature Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or buy a t-shirt and sticker at sixpackdoublefeaturepodcast.com. And wherever you pick six, pick six responsibly.
0: Nobody knocks off an old man in my neighborhood and gets away with it.